Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 332. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to take the first shot in the war. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We have 18 sets to talk about as we get aboard the hype train. Choo-choo! Uh, we've left the station. We're on our way to Vegas and beyond with all the new stuff. Before we get to any of that stuff, we have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. Oh, very much so. Very much so. And we've got giveaways. Uh-oh. We've got stuff that came. Uh-oh. It is going to be a good time. Always. Always. That's why people are here. Yeah, very much so. And mm-hmm. and here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We've got we've got some well, I said the giveaways already. Yeah. I am kind of stuck on that. Let's just get to that. Okay, let's do it. Okay, so big thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com. They help us with the giveaways. And they're your source for all your gaming needs. Yes. And if you want to be <laughs> like us and Get stuff from Fusion. <laughs> if you want to have things, because we have things, you could also have things. That's it. Now, a couple things. A couple things. CCO Spring promo code. Best promo code that you can possibly use at FusionGamingOnline.com. Save 5% off the stuff you're going to buy anyway? Yes. Yeah. CCO Perks. If you haven't used it before, you get 10% store credit kickback on your order. This is what you do. You spend 100 bucks Canadian. That's like $4 US. That's like one British pound. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what other currencies, but it whatever. You spend that, and then automatically, fing, they'll put 10 bucks back onto your account. 10%. 10%. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 10%. Could so be you, 10 bucks. Could be more. You do those things, and doing so lets Fusion know that their partnership with your boys is a good one. And it is. So good, in fact, that they sent us a little secret layer for us to give away. Uh oh. Ooh, yeah. So, how do they win? This is another of our patented, patented social media giveaways. You go on Twitter, you go on Facebook, and you find the posts that, that are the giveaway. Mm-hmm. And you follow the instructions and you get entered into the proverbial sweaty hat. Yeah. Now. The one on Ryan's head right now. Yes. The one on my head that's a, an Excel spreadsheet on my computer. On my head. <laughs> <laughs> and you would have seen that if you're watching on YouTube. Which you fucking should be because Joe works really hard to make us look good. And that isn't easy. Even though, even though Ryan is wearing his fanciest shirt and hat combination and I had a shower this morning. Hey, I didn't. <laughs> um, if you're not on those social media platforms, of course, coming into this video, leaving a comment below on, on some of our topics today. Comments on this episode will get entered. Subscribers from this episode will get entered. We can see when you subscribe. We can. That's, or don't subscribe. Thing. That's yep. us pressuring you into subscribing. You click the button right right here. Right here, that button. Wait, th- th- there's a button there on YouTube. It says sub. You click it, and oh. you get entered to win a free secret layer. Which you're going to win. Yes. And you want a secret layer? Submit. Sub- submit. Subscribe. Submit. Submit. <laughs> That's some, is that some Phyrexian shit? Is that what they do? Yes. Well, they complete act. <laughs> Compliate, eh? Compliate, yes. Okay. The final way to enter is patreon.com slash CCO podcast. All of our patrons get free entries because they're already supporting us in the best possible way. By being in the Discord and being our homies and making us laugh every day. Yes, yes. And providing very useful feedback on episodes like today. But before we get to it, we got to say what we're giving away. Oh, yeah. Secret layer, full text lands, non-foil. So if you want those, because people want those, those are like kind of trolly and and people who who do the mismatched basics. I know that you don't do the mismatched basics, but I know lots of people who do. People want those. And mismatched basics are very popular in the decks like 
like uh, Tyler Matuli Stone has, where they're beat up decks, you oh, know, yeah. where they, all the cards are just junkers and and like he folded uses it as a and, coaster. Yeah, 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 yeah. So mismatch lands or full art lands or full text lands, we got you covered. You find the post, you get entered. That's one of each basic and a terramorphic expanse. Oh yeah, that's the secret card that yeah. nobody's supposed to know about. Yeah, sorry to ruin it for you, but the terramorphic expanse is actually pretty funny if you take the time to read the paragraph that's on it. It's pretty fun. Yeah, because there's already a paragraph of text on it. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've got another giveaway from oh last my. week's pre-show. Oh my god. Yes, CCO token pack, sticker pack, or real magic card booster pack. Wow. All you have to do is email us commandercookout.com, commandercookout at gmail.com. Let us know who you are, that you won, and what your address is, your full address, mm -hmm. and what prize you want, and we'll send it to you. Also, if you wanted to include a pleasantry, we also appreciate those. Pleasantry means like, hey, how are you? One of those questions that you ask somebody in the hallway and then you just keep walking because you don't really care, yep. but you ask because you're a polite human being. We appreciate those. They're certainly not necessary, but it's always nice. Yeah, I never do those. <laughs> I always do that. That's like what my emails are. Like you see my email when I send the show off to Joe every week? Yep. It's like, hey, Joe, here's the show. And I, I actually push the period button until so you know that I'm pausing, trying to think of something to say. <laughs> The winner, the winner from last week, guessing Vohar Vodalian Desecrator. What a that was, name. That was a hard one. Lots of people didn't get it, but but some people did. Yeah. And KDave171, totally real name, got it. So KDave171 or K71711, like what's the? KDave171. Is the winner. Okay. There you go. There, okay. D D D Dave, editor Joel will have it on the screen. Neat. Send us an email. I can't see that because that's in the future. Win your stuff. Yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. everybody else, honor system. Don't blow it for everybody. Yes, because you will. Mm-hmm. You, you blow her. <laughs> <laughs> now, I mentioned Patreon. We got a new patron. Okay. Or a returning patron. Oh, neat. A returning patron, and I think I remember the what we said of, of their nickname. Okay. I don't know what their nickname was, so they're going to get a new one. That's one of the, one of the benefits. <laughs> yeah. So this is J.J. White is back. J.J. White, hey. Sounds very much like pseudo-celebrity and professional footballer J.J. Watt. Oh, yeah. This is J.J. White. Right. Mm, Correct. No, white. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be confused with T.J. Watt, J.J.'s brother. What about Bill Watts, the old wrestling promoter? Bah, this is J.J., oh, not yeah. Bill either. Well, Bill could start with a J. All that, bets that are off be, with names now. That would Silent be, J? That would be Jill. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's J-B-I-L-L. J-B. Yeah. J-B, J-B-W. Yeah. Oh, that we're getting close there. JBW? JBW? What's a JBW? If you have to ask, you can't, you can't afford, afford it. <laughs> High-end JBW. High-end JBW? Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, like um, Glamour JBW. There we go. Oh, yeah. yeah. JBW Professional Escort will give you the, the, the jest of BWs you've yes. ever had. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. High-end Escort Glamour Glam JB girl Dub. JB dubs. Yeah, glam girl JB dub. Yep. I love it. We yep. got there. We yep. did it. Any any combination of of y y that. Dude, we just took the the nickname bag and just dump put, it. Just put you in it and oh, then man. hit it with a stick and threw it off a bridge. I I want to yeah. Yep. I want to add dumping into there. <laughs> I want to add dumping into that nickname <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I want to get JB dubbed and then dump her off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ah, it's just in any case. Oh, yeah. I'm we have lots it. to talk about today. We should get the sum yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so I want to touch on a couple things. Okay. Speaking of JB dubbed, I'm going to get JB dubbed in Vegas when we go. Yeah, that is true. And, I'll be there End of this well. very month. Oh, yeah. It's October 1st today when we're recording this. Yeah. Neat. So we're going to be in Vegas for Magic 30. There's some big announcement on the 4th. That's Tuesday. And, and we were theorizing what it might be. It probably isn't going to impact us at all. Or it might impact us greatly. Probably won't. I think it's going to be like Brothers War drafts before the set actually launches. Something like that. Because this is like the Magic World Championship 
something. Sure. Maybe it'll just be like... Maybe it'll be the return of world championship decks that have the gold border and the not magic back. And they'll reprint and that's cards. Where, that's where all the high-end reprints are going to go from now on. Maybe. I don't think it's going to be a product announcement. It's it's going to be a Magic 30 announcement. Like, oh, yeah, like they're going to... They're going to restructure something and, and they're going to make it better for content creators or they're going to open up something that wasn't ever available at a Magic Celebration before. Yeah, I mean, Well, if it's a big announcement, it'll probably be something that affects everybody, not just people like us. Yes. So I would imagine yes. it'll be something. Maybe so. it's going to – it'll probably be something that just will cost more money. And that's cynical of me, but that's – I'm the cynical one. Ryan is not the cynical one, so I, I think it's I am be, nodding. Yeah, <laughs> I but, am nodding. But I'm sure it's going to be something that's just going to cost us more money. Yes, and here's the thing about that, and this is this is why the CCO experience at these Magic Fests is so fantastic. Yeah, is is sure you got to pay to get into the door of this one, yeah. but y- you don't actually need to pay to play in CCO Nation. That's right. You can just come and play. Yep. And uh, we're not we're not. Uh, Sitting behind a three hundred or seven hundred dollar paywall in the nation, we're going to be in the free to play areas with everybody in the nation mm-hmm. with uh, CCO shirts on. The new CCO shirts just came in. No spoilers though. That's right. And it's I haven't be even f- seen them yet. It's going to be a fantastic time. It's going to be the best time. I showed you the picture of them, but not the real shirts. Remember how awesome he said they were? Oh yeah, yeah. He's seen them. Okay, he's- I thought that that was like a piece of the shirt. I thought there was like a no. It's the I whole don't... shirt, and it's like this big. It's huge. Oh, sick. Okay, yeah. Yes. Yeah, these, these are cool shirts. These there are cool as go. hell shirts. There you then. go. And super Neat. exclusive to the people that are involved in the CCO experience proper. So in the future, when I put that out there in Patreon or Discord or or wherever it is when we're looking to fill up beds in the house or seats, butts in seats at events, you got to get in while the getting's good. And these, these are fun events. This is uh, the second one we've done this year, and we're hoping to do... I don't know, three or four next year, yeah. including one in the East, at oh, yeah. least one. Oh, man, I'm so pumped for that. Mostly because so the advertising for it is so good. I'm so, I'm so pumped for the, the one that we have planned for out East next oh, year. It's going to be so fantastic. It's going to be good. Yeah, you know the one we're talking about. Oh, right? yeah, I do. Yeah, okay. yeah I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So that's the podcasting kind of business out of the way. Now, let's talk some magic business. Did you know, Ryan... That while we're going to talk about Brothers War and everybody's high on the Brothers War, we got Commander decks coming out. Did you know that there's a whole nother set being released on the day everybody's listening to this in three days? Did you know that? Uh, I kind of feel like we got more sets dropped on us in a row than we normally do. Yeah. And when I say like, wow, there's lots of sets coming out. <laughs> like when I say that, <laughs> I'm the guy that says, give me more Watsy, like produce sets more frequently. When I say there's lots, this Ooh. isn't a complaint. It's just like, holy crap. There's lots. <laughs> so we just had... Um, Warhammer 40K. Well, no, no, no. We just had Dominaria United oh, yeah. released, yeah. which yeah. felt like it was very much on the on the heels of New Capenna. Which is fine, because that's yeah. what it is now. Six yeah. weeks, we get a new set. Six weeks, new set, right? Yeah. Um, but then we got uh, Warhammer just started, or Unfinity just started, and the other one took over. Yeah, Unfinity started, and then Warhammer took it over, and then... Unfinity again now. Yeah, now we're back in Unfinity, and, and now Un- Brothers War Preview has started, and Unfinity hasn't even released yet. Yes, and this, I'm remembering now, this is because Unfinity was rescheduled. Remember, it was mm-hmm. supposed to come out in April, yeah. on April 1st. April but, Fool's Day. For but the... Yeah, but it didn't. Yeah. But it didn't, so now it's slotted in, I think, now strategically to be in front of Magic 30. So yeah. you can still do Unfinity at Magic 30 with like Mark Rosewater and the development team and, yeah. and have it be a lot of fun. And I'll bet you that will be a lot of fun. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. Speak, we were initially not going to do like a, like we, we're not going to do a set review of, <laughs> of that. We're going to talk a little bit about the deck that's going to appear in real life EDH because there's a deck that popped out of here that you might see somewhere. We're going to talk about some very minute criticism. We'll talk about some land and like the three cards that people might actually want to play in real decks. Yeah. Because those do exist and it would behoove us to do that. We can do that in like five minutes. Yeah. So we'll do an entire set, not set review. 
then we'll talk about a bunch of other stuff. Well, let's do that right now then. Okay, oh. so Unfinity. We are famously not um, not fans of unsets. Yeah, I don't I don't like unsets. I I don't like things that are like goofy or purposefully made into jokes or satires of my thing. I it's just not something That's I like. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't like cutesy things. Like you know when they did like the cat secret lair like the one of the first yeah. ones ever and I was like, "Oh, these are cute kittens. I recognize yeah. they're cute and the art is of a high quality, but I don't like it." The little baby planeswalkers with the big heads. Yeah, and chibi art and and like Funko Pops. I'm just not into that cutesy stuff. Mm-hmm. And this a little bit feels like that. Yeah. But I do want to acknowledge a few things that I that I do like because like a lot of people who like unsets, <laughs> I I want to still demonstrate that I love magic and and I do acknowledge that those people exist. I think it's important to to still make people feel like they're included even if this isn't for me. Yeah. So the things that I love. Okay. I love the art direction in that it's like very 1960s Cosmo type yeah. flavor and the showcase cards exemplify that like that flat cartoon that kind of geometric Nickelodeon style. It's like the uh, like the Jetsons. They patterned it after like the Fallout cartoon guy, kind of. Yes. Which is from the '60s, and it's exactly what Ryan just said. Yes, it's and like it's- the Jetsons or Nickelodeon's geometric era. Sure. Which was like uh, the Fairly early Odd Parents. Yeah, early 2000s, stuff. I think, right? Yeah. Uh, or or mid 2000s, whatever it was. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Watsy could have very easily. Uh, recruited our boy Andre Garcia, who did the CCO playmat, yep. and put him right into the middle of this set because his art style is fantastic. You should look him up on on online, Andre Garcia. On all the socials. He's very good. Very interactive. Cool guy. And he's already done art for Watsi, and of course he's done art for us and The Professor and um, uh, Olivia Gobert-Hicks and MTG Nerd Girl. He's very good, and his style fits right in. So much so that when we saw the first preview for Unfinity, mm-hmm. we were like, Man, is Watsy just ripping us off again? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> our playmat was in the works at the same time that they said they announced Unfinity. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You know who did the art that was the ripoff of our playmat? Kirsten Zerngibble, my favorite magic artist. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So you, uh, I'm super happy she's uh, back. She's great. And a she lot of cards. a lot of what I just said probably resonates with yeah, you. Yeah. About about the art, the direction, cartoons, Andre Garcia. I love cartoons. And this is very cartoony. Oh yeah, there's some cartoon shit happening here, man. I'm I'm into it. I I would welcome sort of a sci-fi. You know what I think? What do you think? I remember Bucky O'Hare? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I kind of think Bucky O'Hare. I kind of like you know what you know what cartoon style I really like and would like to see incorporated on magic cards Spawn. is uh, Todd McFarlane style art. It's fantastic. <laughs> yes, you just put that right into my head right now. Yeah. But also uh, the background of He-Man, like oh, e- yeah. like Eternia from 1983. Hell yeah. That art style. Yeah. The colors, the style, the, uh, the, the, the art direction that it takes, like what the landscape looks like, what the creatures look like. I think that would be fantastic. It's very much in the future, but also in like medieval times. There's swords and magic and dragons, but... They're yeah, all flying around in spaceships with guns. Yeah, and and that kind of feels like Kaladesh to me, doesn't it? Because <laughs> it's magic-y and, and and it still feels old, but obviously they've got advanced technology. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, I think that's I think all that's cool. I love the uh, the SpaceX, the space basics. Hell yeah, everybody those, likes those. Everybody's into those as they should. They're cool. Um, and they're gonna. There's like I I tried to find out what. It, like there's regular stuff. There's your basic lands. There's foil things. There's galaxy foils. There's all sorts of different. Yeah, ways the you galaxy can get foils are going to be very expensive too. I think that's a foiling process similar to like Pokemon cards, how they have like a different kind of. It's not regular foil like yeah. you imagine it. The galaxy foils are going to be very expensive. Yeah, they are. I looked at some of the preview things. The shock lands are in the. Mid to high hundred and seventy. The foils, the so the galaxy the foil spocks. Yeah, space shocks. Yep, there are lots and lots. So I mean, there's there yeah. there's stuff there for collectors, and if you want to like bling out your your deck, I think that the regular SpaceX, at least for now, are probably going to be cheap because you get one in every pack. 
two in every collector booster. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna they're gonna be like the Nyx lands. They're gonna be like the the, yeah. the black and white lands from Innistrad of recent. Very cool. Yeah, they're just they're full art lands. They're just this sets ones, and I, I I do like the full art treatment and and special lands in the unsets because that does give people who want more of those cards in the economy or, or want to own alternate versions of those cards something to look forward to, like me, if they don't like these sets in general. Yeah. yeah. Now, let's talk about... This is a minute thing. Is this the last thing you got? I have two things. Okay, two things. I have these a couple cards last, I want to look at. two things. And one small thing that I'm just... Sure. And this mainly affects me and people like me. So I like to play decks that play my opponent's things. Yeah. I like that. That's yep. just a thing that I like. And with the introduction, most of the cards that are legal from Unfinity into Real Magic are cards that do sticker stuff and cards that do attractions stuff. Mm. We're not going to get super deep into what those are. I think attractions are neat, but we can talk about that some other time. The point or, is... Or not. <laughs> just uh, Some people might like it sure. just because you don't. I know. Yeah, yeah. You're right. I think it's cool. So it does kind of technically corner case sort of mean that you need to go around with sticker sheets and attractions on the off chance that Mm. somebody's... You know what I mean? Could you not just use dice? No. You could, though. No. Why not? Because their, their names, their words, their hats, their... Like, you can't have... this. This dice is a hat and... This dice is a the word frog. But that's what people will do. Right. I'm not carrying stickers around. I'll carry dice around. I got some tokens. But you got to use the stickers, and that's the thing. Because oh. the stickers are in particular things are they they matter. What the sticker actually says matters. Uh. And I think that that's kind of a you know you know a, what's you know what's going to happen. People are just not going to carry stickers around, and yeah. people are just going to not play sticker cards. Yeah. It's, it's like, oh, now I have to carry dungeons around. Now I have to carry a monarch token around. Ah, uh, people just fucking don't. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, and then like, there's humans like, I do carry around dungeon cards and a monarch thing, but yeah. I, I'm not going to carry around an attractions deck and a stickers deck. <laughs> and I know it's super corner case, but I'm not a fan of having to take up more of my very limited space yeah. to carry around this crap. Having to carry luggage to play Magic. Yeah, I have Just a night, don't carry it. I have a night and day token, even though I have nothing that uses it. I don't. But like... I don't even know what night and day do. It's just one of those things, and it's... Zip. Okay, move on then. If it's corner case, fuck it. And some cards that are cool that I think people should actually pick up. We all know Saw in Half. Yes. Everybody is beating Saw in Half. That one's not even legal, is it? Sure is. Is it? Sure is. Oh, that's a good one. Exchange of Words. Oh, this one looks stupid. It looks stupid, (laughs) but but, you're so down on everything. I I don't like He wants to rush through it so that he can talk about lore and characters. He doesn't Uh, care about the game pieces that we're going to get. Oh, just, we're never going to see this card. Okay, give it a read. I don't even know what it does. You're going to see it because I'm going to play I'll just quit playing with you. (laughs) Blue, blue one. Okay. Enchantment. Exchange of words. When it comes into play, choose two target creatures, and you exchange their text boxes. That's kind of cool. Right? Like, that's awesome. I have a Lanoir Elf, and you have an Ulamog. Ooh. Now, my (laughs) Lanoir Elf is an Ulamog, and your Ulamog is a Lanoir Elf. That's cool. That's that's kind of cool. That's a neat card. I like in spite of the stupid picture, this could be a really good uh, altar for Ryan. Hey, there right? you go. Right? You could alter them to make them look like real magic cards. That's a cool card. And then there's one other one that I wanted to talk about cuz I'm personally going to jam this into at least one deck and it's Clown Car. Clown Car. This is a vehicle. Clown Car is a vehicle that Ryan might Ryan likes vehicles, right? Let's see if I can let's see if I can sell Ryan on Clown Car. Okay. You got to go all the way where is it? Clown right car. there. Yep. 1-1 one, one for X. I like it already. Okay, 1-1 one, one for X. Okay. When Clown Car enters the battlefield, you roll X six-sided dice. Yep. So you're rolling dice. That's fun. For each odd result, you get a 1-1 one, one white clown robot. Ooh. Neat. Robot clowns coming out of the Clown Car. For each even result, you get a plus one, plus one counter on Clown Car. And then it crews for two. That's yep. a cool card. Yep. It's... It makes dudes, it's a vehicle, Ryan loves vehicles, it crews itself, and it could hypothetically be giant. 
it could hypothetically just make you infinite one one dudes if yeah. you have infinite dice roll. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like so so those them them Heliod decks, hey, or those Bomberman decks in mono white, or I'm thinking like deck any deck that makes infinite mana can make infinite dudes with that. Yeah. You get e- infinite ETBs or an infinite infinite sized creature once you crew. Oh no, it's a one one. No, it gets plus one. It gets plus one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, clown car is a it's the real deal. Yeah, man. that's a real card. I think it's that's cool. a real card. And the rest of it can whatever. Like there's lots of cool stuff here, but we have lots of lots of stuff that we have to talk about. So we're gonna leave it there. But I just wanted to point out that there is some cool stuff here. Yes. And if it's for you, please play it because I, we're probably not. And I would love to see it in the wild. Yes, I really would. Yes, I got two things. If you like it and it's legal, like it is, it is considered a, a black bordered card, yep. right? No acorn stamps like gold border or silver borders. I mean, play it. Hundred percent, play yeah, it. Bring it on, and and I will play against pretty much anything. I, I I think I do a pretty good job of playing against anything, and it's still enjoying my time. Yep. And second thing is, if it is for you and you have a favorite card that you are going to stick in your real decks, put it down in the comments and let us know so uh, so we know what to look out for. What maybe if I pick it up, I'll paint it, and 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 you can get an altar of it. I want to know what people are playing from this set because honestly. I didn't even read 90% of it and like exchange of words. Is that the, the name? Exchange of words. Wouldn't even known that card exists, but it is a cool card. It is a cool card. And and like we always say, sometimes even me, I got to just shut up and listen. <laughs> and and then, I, then I learned something new and, and I think that it's, I'm a fucking better person for it. It just hit me. What is it? I'm going to put exchange of word in my mutate deck. And I'm going to switch the text box on some little turd and my whole mutate pile. And then I'm going to bounce my mutate pile back to my hand and mutate my mutate pile that I exchanged of words. Oh, doesn't even make sense. You're going to need a lot of sticky notes. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Should we talk about some Brothers War stuff? Yes. Okay. Brothers War. Brothers War. We stopped and got a drink. Of beer. Beer. At yeah. nine at nine o'clock in the morning, because we're Commander Cookout podcast and we're training for Vegas. I'm warming up, getting oh. the liver engine started. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I got a got a two stroke liver, FYI. Oh, I got one of those little buttons. You push the button and it just goes. Like oh, an electric, like, like like an, an electric, electric motor. Yeah. You know, Rebecca's got some patients that got electric hearts, and they got just like a pump that whirs inside them. Really? When you put a stethoscope. Yeah. Really? Not even kidding. What is it? Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. We're gonna do an aside here. I'm gonna learn a thing. They're getting completed. That we're gonna tie this in. We're gonna tie this <laughs> okay. in. Okay, these people are partially completed Phyrexians. So it's a little engine and it whirs. Yep. What's it like connected to in their body so that it doesn't like they have batteries like rattle around? Uh, it's 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 like you, you it's know what I mean. Like mostly they're just like. If you have a pacemaker, let's say, okay. they're inserted under your skin and your skin just holds it in place. But this is like in their inside their heart. Oh. Like in their heart. Wow. Yeah. Wow, we wow, we can yeah. do anything. Yes. Wow. Yes. That's cool. I'm glad I learned that. Pretty today. cool. Oh, hey, I yeah. learned a science thing. That's dope as yeah, hell. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, they're completed. You know where else people are getting completed? In the Brothers War. Oh, yeah. So Brothers War, uh, coming out in November, November whatever, 17th or whatever. And uh, we've got old characters returning. Everybody's pumped about that. Urza and Mishra. And uh, I didn't even hear anybody saying, oh, Urza's such a bad guy. He did all this bad stuff. I, I hate him. We should cancel him. Well, he, uh, I mean, he did do he a lot did of bad stuff. He did do lots of bad stuff. But like other people who've done bad stuff in history, it's important to learn and not repeat what they did. Yeah. Again, it's about shutting your lips and learning. And also, some I mean this is maybe kind of highbrow stuff, but sometimes when you have somebody that means to do so much good, they end up becoming a villain. Yes. Those are the most compelling villains because they think they're right. And that's Urza. That's Urza in a nutshell, right? He, he and thought he was saving everybody and then they're all dead and he goes, "Well, right yeah and and that's why this story the brothers war is so good i've read this novel two or three times and uh, mostly regarded as the best magic novel and we haven't seen a lot of these characters cards yet we've seen urza two iterations of urza one in the main set and the one commander in the commander one. deck yep. 
two iterations of Mishra, one in the main set, one in the commander deck. Oh, have, yeah. have we seen both Mishras I yet? I don't think so. I think we've only... Oh, we just saw one Mishra. Yeah, we've seen the commander deck Mishra, not yes. the... Yes. I actually saw that and I was like, I wonder if this is the real deck one. And I thought nope. immediately, man, Chris Von Doom's going to be sad because he's been rock hard for you Mishra the entire time. I hopped in the Discord and, and he was in the, the card preview thread and he said he didn't hate it. Oh. And, and I remarked that it is an attacking-based Mishra. Yeah. And uh, he's at odds a little bit because you have to attack. <laughs> but it does co make copies of artifacts, which is a little bit of a throwback to OG Mishra. Yep. And uh, anyways, we, we've seen not the main set Mishra. And what's cool is, is these meld. So Urza and Mishra are going to be meld creatures. You play them with Mightstone and Weakstone. Do they both meld with that I'm, thing? I'm, I'm willing to bet that Mishra is going to meld with the Weakstone, like Urza with the the might stone and on his other side he's going to meld into a completed phyrexian he's going to meld into mishra completed meat i bet you fuck sorry i spoiled it if you didn't read it but sorry <laughs> <laughs> spoilers for things that are 20 years old we don't have to apologize yeah it's your own fault you've you had seen 20 it. years to to get it and that's not get good scrub. That's it's twenty years old. Yeah, I guess the end. The end is also Urza becomes a planeswalker, and everybody knows that Urza is a planeswalker. Yeah, everybody probably thought that Urza was always a planeswalker, but he yeah, wasn't. no, he he was a man. He was a regular ass man who didn't <laughs> he was even only a man. Yeah, he didn't become a he, he didn't <laughs> become a planeswalker until he was already a man. <laughs> yes, yes, he was a regular ass dude, and he was brothers with Mishra, and. And 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 they found this giant power stone crystal that was keeping the gate to Phyrexia shut. Remember Gate to Phyrexia from Antiquities? Yep. yep. And they were like, that's the biggest power stone I ever seen. Think of all the shit that we could build with it, because they didn't have magic at the time. All of their artifice and, and their stuff was powered by these power stones that they had to mine. Mm -hmm. And they lived at this mine and then they found some glyphs and and shit and and stuff in a desert that pointed to the caves of Koilos. Found this giant power stone. They fought over it. It broke in half. Might stone, weak stone. Urza got it, the might stone. Isn't it meek stone? Um, the card is meek stone, but it's it's called the the the. Maybe it is called the meek stone in the book. I don't remember. Is it the meek? I thought when I saw this, I'm like, wait a minute. Maybe there'll be another one of these cards, and it'll be the fight stone and the and the the meek stone. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be really funny. What's what's cool? And give me your opinion on this. Will. Urza and Misha, they fight over. They both get a, a, a might stone to make things more powerful yep. when they're around and a weak stone to make things less powerful when you're around. Neat. And they meld with them and turn into their opposite side. Right. How do you feel about the meld mechanic coming back? I do like the meld mechanic. Yes. And I like it more in this particular iteration the, with the one that we've seen. Because it melds into not just a creature that eats shit right away. Because mm, I meld my guy, path to exile. Yeah, mm -hmm. I've noticed that that happened quite a, a lot with the the two angels, or even that land and the the guy. You get the super sweet creature and just immediately eats shit. Mm. At least this is something that you're gonna maybe get something out of, and and it's a five ability planeswalker, which is hella cool. Yes, although there's a lot of text on it that's real small. So it's going to be on the screen if you're watching on YouTube, which you should be, so you can read it for yourself. You can pause it and read it. Yeah, I've... Uh, and I hope that there's more stuff that melds also. I, I do too, put yeah. That out there. Even if it is creatures that immediately eat shit, I want that to happen too. Yeah, Mishra's going to meld. I think that... I bet you Gate to Phyrexia or like Power Stone Portal is going to meld into um, Gate to Phyrexia. Wait, Gate to Phyrexia? Like the card Gate to Phyrexia? No, no, no. Like like the, the thing that is Gate to Phyrexia. Oh. Whatever card they use to represent that in the set. I the bet Gate you, to Phyrexia. Yeah, the Gate to Phyrexia. Or like Power Stone Sealed Door is going <laughs> to meld into gaping fucking hole to <laughs> Phyrexia. Run for your lives. Like that's what it's going to meld to. And it's going to be fantastic. Do you think we're going to get Shieldred? Not Shieldred. What's her name? Elishnorn that melds into completed Elishnorn? No, because Elishnorn oh, wasn't alive then. But this is back in time! 
Velishnorn didn't didn't. These are the OG Phyrexians. These are the Phyrexians before new Phyrexia kind of like took over shop. Maybe so these Velishnorn are the old was around ones. Then. She wasn't. We maybe, know that she wasn't. Maybe she traveled back in time, we too. We do know. Scroll down a little bit, because we do know. Maybe Elish Norn was one of their homies, <laughs> and they sent her back in time. They retcon that shit all the time. They do. They do. And I think right? uh, um, I think that they, they're saying that, like, Tefri's going back and witnessing this story, right? And we yeah. here's the thing. We're getting Caleb and Krug. She's the queen of, of Krug. Urza marries her. Just because he wants this freaking book, <laughs> man, man, like he's a dick. If you if you think Urza is like your favorite character, you got to really look at his morals and ask yourself: Is he the good guy? He is the good guy because he's fighting for Rexians. Yeah, like in a straight line, he is the good guy. But he's tainted with all these shades of gray because he married this lady to get a book. He's a piece of crap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he built an entire giant mech just to move a statue because the prize was treasure and gold and freaking controlling a kingdom and and marrying the princess. But he all he the only thing he wanted was the book <laughs> because it was an old Thran book. And the Thran were the the Phyrexians before they were Phyrexians. There we go. So that's what he wanted. <laughs> also, that card we're going to talk about the card in our not set review. That card's crazy. Yes, that card's crazy and good. We're getting we're getting Hercule. We're getting Ashnod. We're getting actual Ashnod. Finally, here's the thing that I learned yesterday. Yeah, Ashnod's a lady. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, her and Misher had a thing. Oh, yeah, they were. They, they could have gothed her up a lot more though, like a lot more, and well, I would have been into that. I'll, but that's just for me. I've seen a lot of I've seen a lot of tweets saying I wish I was that dude on on the on the on the board <laughs> on the altar. You mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 We're getting a Gix. He's the big bad guy. He's the real bad guy in the novel that Urza thinks that he has to fight. Right. When really he needs to look inside and fight himself. <laughs> <laughs> well, once they opened the door, the conflict within. Became the conflict without though, because yes, Gix yes. is a bad dude. And he's a he's to... he's a he's a badass guy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Oh, there. See, Mishra claimed by Gix. I bet you that's who we're gonna see Mishra meld into. Okay. Or do you think that that's gonna be the first side? He looks pretty complete though, doesn't he? Pretty complete. Yeah. 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 I mean, who knows? Wait, so... Wasn't Sahili not there? Sahili. Don't know what she's doing there. Because Sahili's there. Sahili, well, Why so is Tefri. They're, they must be going back in time. Tefri's a time mage, right? So anything can happen. So maybe he took Sahili back with him. Maybe they're maybe, going on a date. Maybe they, oh, I'm going to keep go, I'm gonna keep hammering at this until I get a theory <laughs> that you can trust. Maybe Sahili and Tefri and somebody else and random angel lady. Sure. Who's their homie travel back in time and then the Phyrexians grab the angel Oh, and that becomes Elish wings off, and she becomes Elish Norn. Cut her Th- wings off, pluck them, stick them on her head. That's her hat. Boom. See? Did it. There. I got there. Got and if there. They, and if Watsy hadn't <laughs> thought of that, they're going to do it I now. just said pluck them. Pluck them. <laughs> pluck them. <laughs> pluck them right in the butt. Okay. No kink shaming in the nation. Yeah, okay. Speaking of pluck, uh, for no reason, I want another Brando opinion. Hell this yeah. is another CCO official opinion. Oh, shit. What do you think of the Commander Rules Committee's decision to allow the Mightstone and Weakstone to be in your command zone with Urza? What do you think? <sighs> I'm not a fan. No? Not a fan. Pourquoi? Uh, that means why for? <laughs> the reason I'm not a big fan of it is just it. Why make an exception for like this one? card you know they what I did mean? provide reasoning as like, to why they provided the, or made the exception could i use squee and then have squeeze toy in the command like mm. you know what i mean i know that that's a ridiculous example but it's one of those things where i could make a, i could make a passionate argument for that mm-hmm. and i think that one of the reasons why the urza planeswalker is so strong is it takes 15 mana yeah <laughs> and you have to jump through the additional hoop of finding the stones and yeah. Do the thing. But here it's like, eh, you know what? You don't have to jump through that hoop. All you have to do is make a whole bunch of mana in Urza's colors. Mm. I'll I'll provide and, th- and that's just my thing. Yeah. Right? You like, know what? I you said you have to find the stone. I really like the idea of making a Brothers War theme deck. Yeah. Where you've got Urza and Mishra and maybe you rule zero partner commanders. Urza and Mishra are my two commanders. And maybe you don't, who cares? And and you use some other commander, like the Prismatic Bridge, maybe. So you have all the colors, 
and you get your Urza Planeswalker, and you have to find the Might Stone in your deck. Yeah. I think that that's pretty cool. I I do like that. The other thing, though, is lost my train of thought. Crap. Mm, Something about 15 mana. Something about it being, like, powerful and prolific and... I don't know. This is 15 mana stuff. Oh, well, you got to pay seven oh, yeah. for his ability, and you have to pay five for the stone, and that's that's 12, and three for Urza himself. Yeah, though, yeah. though, yes, the artifact will be reduced by Urza's ability, right? Artifacts cost one less, mm-hmm. and uh, so you could go turn three Urza, turn four Might Stone, and if you have, like, Urzatron lands. <laughs> turn four, <laughs> flip it. Like you could, or turn five, flip it. Yeah, that's not outside the realm of possibility. Well, Urzatron lands in Commander is not yeah. something that just happens no. naturally <laughs> no. very often. I have seen natural Urzatron though. Oh, yeah. But I, that's yeah. that's in a deck that's like turn 15 and they had lots of card draw. Yeah. So, but it, goes, goes, fits right in though, right? Yeah, it's not like I'm, oh, it's going to ruin it all, pack up and leave when I see it. But it's, I don't know. I've, I'm not a huge fan of exceptions like that where they make this really cool card and then it's almost like they realize, oh, people won't be able to play with it right away. You have mm. to own these two cards. Well, yeah. then don't don't design them like that. Yeah. I, uh, I think that we're on opposite sides of this argument because Urza, I, I do like that exception. Which is fine. I was just going to say, and it's fine that you don't, and it's yeah. fine that I do. And are you going to say, no, I don't want to play against you if if I'm running like an Urza and Mightstone deck? Absolutely not. Fucking there you go. Yeah. Okay. Old frame commander decks. Cool. Yeah. That's that's cool. Watsy, Watsy hit a home run with Time Spiral Remastered. Yep. And they were like, ooh, yeah, people like this. Let's do it again. Let's do it again and again and again. Let's milk that titty till it's dry. Yes. Let's <laughs> yeah. milk it till it looks like the booby and barbarian. Sea barbarian. That's a great movie. Let's milk it till it looks like withering boon. That black <laughs> counter spell. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> um, schematic cards. These are like a special. Uh, not. They're just like an alternate art. Will they look like the schematics of that came in some of the secret layer? I remember yes, there's an, there's yes, an they kind of yes, a, okay, I'm yes. into that. So they've tested those out. People like those, and I just want to, I just want to shout out to all the altarists out there that do blueprint altars. Yeah, uh, Watsy must have saw those, like the stained glass stuff, and said, "Hey, altarists do these. People love them. I'm gonna freaking we'll just take that. I'm just gonna take Thanks. it and print it onto real cards. Thanks, Watsy. Yep. A little <laughs> sprinkle. That's the little sprinkle that they. Yeah, put on. yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to shout out that. Now, shout out to to fucking CC Bros. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's the fun. Yeah, the three the three letter abbreviation for this set is bro. Yeah. We are going to do CC Bro podcast because we're probably going to do the arc of bro <laughs> with with legends and lore in this set because it's very deep. Bro. Shout out to the CC Bros because we actually called something as as recent as last week. Fuck yeah, we did. When we were talking about Warhammer 40 Kajillion yeah. and said that this is not the top. This no. is not the top end of how much stuff's going to cost. No. We could have signed artist prints mm-hmm. or or... Um, like original art included in booster packs or pieces of jerseys in booster packs. In Brothers War, we're going to have numbered, like additioned, serialized magic cards. I was just thinking, what if somebody found like Garfield and they just beat the crap beat him out up, of him? took his t-shirt? And just ripped his shirt all up and put... Mark you, Rosewater's underpants. You, hey? you get a piece of like the shoulder where his nose bled on it a little bit and stuff. Like, wouldn't that be funny? Yeah, piece of Gavin Bearhay's like mask. <laughs> Still got a nose hair yeah, in it. Like yeah. that'd be amazing, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I want yeah, that. Yeah, just now. scissor it up and put a little number on it. Yeah. <laughs> so you can get serialized cards. There's 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 five hundred of cards. Fantastic idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ultra, super exclusive rare. Yep. Right? Like, you're not, these are not just going to be things that you find. Right. Now, the question is, and I want your opinion on this. Ooh. The question is, when you add an ultra rare thing, like number 69 out of 500, hey, hey, nice. Worm Coil Engine. Right. So you're taking a $20 card, mm-hmm. 
and Frick Soul Ring. It's gonna yeah. be, gonna be in there. You're you're taking a blueprint art mm-hmm. foil Soul Ring mm-hmm. or non foil, whatever, and it's number one of five hundred. Or number 69 of 500. Yeah. The value of that is going to be astronomically high. Yes. Like, like. Astronomical, yes. Like, the, 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 those secret, secret layer viscerous ears yeah. that were printed backwards that were numbered one to 100. Mm-hmm. Number 69 of 100 sold for $6,900. <laughs> and that was a viscerous ear. <laughs> yeah, it's a viscerous ear. So you can imagine what a soul ring is going to be. Oh, lots. When lots. you put ultra expensive cards in packs, does that drive the value of the pack up? Just just wait. I'm going to expand the question more. Okay. If you make them so rare that y- y- us as regular consumers would never even expect to find one, would we pay more for that package? Would we pay more for that booster pack? Or does making them ultra rare remove that premiumized price tag and keep the packs affordable? Because they're so rare. Like, at what point does rarity kind of just fall off the price map? Because they're so rare, we don't care about them. With this. With this? Are they that rare? I think so. It depends how many cards they do. Yeah. And how many of each card they do. Yes. But I don't think that they're going to be... You mean like... Like, are there number of unique cards that get this yeah. serialized treatment? Yeah. Like, there's a... We'll say one to 500 of something. And there's 20 of those cards. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's how... we. Do the math. How many of those cards does that, does that mean? Like that's uh, five hundred times twenty is a t- ten thousand or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Individual cards that you could open in a booster pack, and I globally, I, I can't see a, a world, a universe where ten thousand individual rectangles of cardboard could drive the price of a mass-produced product. You ever heard up. of Black Lotus? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, obviously, I'm, that's but, that's a facetious, yeah. and hyperbolic argument because Black Lotus. Was the, worth five bucks when it was originally printed, and, and not ten thousand. So yeah, it didn't back then. Yeah, these cards aren't black lotuses, is, is yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, and these, I think that they're going to be rare enough where if somebody like one of us or somebody listening opens one, mm-hmm. it's going to be the best fucking day. Drink of your that whole drink, plain open flippy, right? Oh yeah, and you're going to have the best day. You're going to share it on social media. You're going to go viral because it's so cool that you got one of these. Like opening Tabernacle in a Legends. In, exactly. in the Legends booster packs from Dominaria United. And the Tabernacle, that Legends finding whatever, yeah. didn't drive the price of those packs. Oh, up. that's a good example, actually. Yeah, that's so, a good example. And I taber- think, like a pack fresh Tabernacle is worth eight grand. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, yeah, probably. I, I think it's two or three, actually. But. Okay. If you had a pack fresh Tabernacle that was centered nicely and you Ooh. went to BGS and, and paid them $150. You'd you get some money out of you'd that. Get, sure. and, and it was graded like nine. CC bro. Yeah. <laughs> that would be an expensive card. And I think that that's the level that we're at here. And I'm I'm a hundred percent into this. I'm super happy that they're doing it. This I, is cool. I wonder, okay, so they're rare enough that we don't care about paying more for them. And I'm not gonna what if they make them what if instead of what if instead of ten or twenty serialized cards, there's three and there's two hundred of them. So they're they're like they're they're three times as rare as what we just said, and they're three times more expensive as a result. At Ooh. what at what point does th- that huge price tag that those cards are going to command, at what point does do they start to influence pack prices? I'll give you I'll give you my example. Okay. You said uh, Tabernacles didn't influence Dominaria United packs. Right. Gaia's Cradle influences Urza Saga packs greatly. Yeah. And they're like $500 packs. Yeah. Because that's a $1,200 magic card. Right. Granted, there are Sarah's Sanctums and Yawgmoth Wills and other multi-hundred dollar cards in those packs. Yeah. So it's not a perfect one-to-one comparison, but at some point you have to expect the packs to be more. Still not as... I think that these cards are going to be way rarer than a guy's cradle. If you were to buy a box of Saga... You'd probably get a guy's cradle. You'd probably get one. You might even get two. Ah, I don't know. There's 350 cards in that set. You get 36 shots at a rare. Yeah, I suppose. But it's not out of the realm of possibilities that you would get two. Yeah. It's super unlikely, but you could. You could hypothetically open two of them, whereas this, you're not. You are not. You will not get two of them in your collector box. Man, can you imagine? Okay, so big box store. Go to fusiongamingonline.com. They're not they're not a huge box store like like 
like other huge card retailers and they yeah. opened up like a hundred thousand boxes. Yeah. They do the math like based on pre-orders, based on making our money back, based on how much cards cost. Yeah. We're gonna make our money back when we open up a hundred thousand boxes. Like they do the math based on print runs and sheets and stuff, right? Yeah. That's business. Yeah. What if variants just variants happened and instead of opening up the one expected serialized card, they opened up two or three. Cool. That's like cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. That's like 10 grand maybe. Yep. Like if these things are going to be similar in value to those viscerous yeah, that sell for thousands of dollars each, mm-hmm. you could expect, you could expect bigger game stores, local game stores to maybe open one and just cash in on them. Yeah. Which I think is a great way to add value back into boosters for local game stores that don't get passed on to the customer, which I think is fantastic. I'm a, I'm a big fan of You're that. You're a big too, fan yeah. of that. Yeah. Cool. And I, I honestly don't think that, I think that these are going to, right now, they're like the big thing and people are so pumped and they should be because they're exciting. Yeah. But I don't think come release time, they're going to be front of mind for anyone no they're like the the different colored inked on the inked versions of those hitetsugus yeah like the the blue and the yellow and the green and the pink ink yeah the ink neon inks or whatever they're called yeah like do you care about the pink ink what's the most expensive one i, I don't care the pink ink that sounds dirty yeah, i honestly and there it is i don't even care don't even care don't even care and if you saw one you'd be like hey is that the rare one yeah hey cool man yeah, that's like a three thousand dollar magic yeah, card that's dope that's awesome that you have yeah one. that's yeah. cool that's like when somebody plays down like a like a black border dual land. It's yeah. like, hey, that's like really expensive. That's cool. That's cool that you have that. It's neat that I can see that in real life. Yeah, that, it's cool And I that think you that play. that's where a lot of these are going to go. And it, or like when the original Zendikar came out and they put like Force of Wills and all kinds of other oh, stuff. Oh, no, they put Power 9, the Hidden Treasures. Remember that? Remember yes. That? Oh, yeah. There you go, right? Like Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, it'll be amazing to open one, but you're probably not. And that's fine. And I think that these are cool and I'm glad that they're doing it. Yeah. Do, do more of it. Yes. With Guy's Cradle. <laughs> Find some saga yeah. boxes. Yeah, that's right. You know they're down there. You know they're down there. Here, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see me winking at them. Oh. You know they're downstairs in the basement somewhere. You know. Yeah, get that basement saga, baby. Yeah, you know where they are. Okay. Got to, got, had to drink a beer there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, Joe, you got to cut all those together. <laughs> <laughs> Not sorry. Uh, so here's the thing. We're talking, we're drinking this beer, and we're saying, very rarely in the history of CC Bro... That's us. Have we both praised Watsy two products in a row? That's what two and a half if you include Unfinity. If, yeah, if you include Unfinity, because I think they're doing something right, even though we're not going to play those set that set. Yeah, we we liked what they did with Warhammer and that adaptation because that's what it was. Yep, you're Fan- adapting a game and a fantastic product they came out with. And now we are really digging. Um, Brothers War. And we've only seen a little bit of it. Like just the plans for what they're going to do. It sounds very exciting. Yeah. Let us know what you think about all that we've talked about thus far. And let us know what cards you think we're going to get. We're getting Herkel. We're getting, we're getting Urza, Misha. We're getting Ashnod. Are we going to get reprints of Ashnod's altar? Are we going to get Gate to Phyrexia? We're going to get Norin the Wary. Are we, we're going to get Ornithopter. Norin the Wary Planeswalker. His spark is Maybe. in the lantern. Maybe. Ooh, oh, I man. want it now. See, yeah. Baseless speculation. I had a ton of fun the last time we did that when we did our, our 2023 look ahead. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. So if anybody wants to share their baseless spec Do or, or their speculation of like actual speculation because reasons I would love to share and talk about that kind of stuff because I like those look ahead episodes Mm -hmm. because they make me feel excited for magic again. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, it's like you, you were saying when we were drinking beer, it's like when Watsy makes products exactly for their target demographic. It doesn't matter if you're 20 year magic players like us or a brand new magic player saying, What's Brothers War? There's depth and history this to this so game. Cool. There's yeah. like an actual, like a real novel that has freaking moral life lessons in it that I could read. What? Yeah. I think that's great. It's fantastic. I can't wait till they do it with Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Ooh, let me do the segue. Let me do the segue. Wait, you you've got something. Oh. You've got something that you are as into and rock hard for as I am for Lord the Lord of the, of the Rings. Rings set. Yeah, it's Transformers cards. Well, maybe we should save some next week. Shut up! <laughs> no, we're doing it right now. We're doing it right now. I've only seen five or six of them or four. I don't even care. I'm so excited. And none of the cards are good. The cards are objectively bad. I thought that you were going to be pissed off because the cards are bad. No, I don't even care. I'm going to get every single one of them in both treatments and I'm going to be happy I have them. I'm so excited that Optimus Prime is going to be on a magic card. I'm never going to play him because he's not very good. You'll play him. Holy man. Am I excited for this? I've got some real questions. Like, oh. I've got real questions that I hope you enjoy answering. And I will, but I have to do the critique first. Okay. I have to do it. Because this is one of those moments I'm I'm involved in Transformers. Yes, I yes, love that's, and that's what my questions are I about. I love it. There are hundreds of Transformers characters that people know. Oh, no. Why did they pick the ones that they picked? And they, well, not even the, Goldbug is fine. Sure. That's cool. Never Optimus heard Prime, of him. obvious. Yeah. Starscream, obvious. The, uh, the two, uh. Slicer and Fire Flame War was the other one. Are like background reskins of other characters from a comic strip that was in a magazine that you could only read if you're a member of the Transformers Collectors Club. Well, they're that there's the target person that they're targeting. And there's the, the target. And for the deep cut person like myself, like I'll have a vague inkling of who these people are. I read some of the comics. I know who they are. Yeah. But for like the, your, you mean the characters, the characters, yes. but for like the kind of more casual Transformers fan, you, you're not going to have any idea who these people are. Does the more casual Transformers fan already play magic or does that deep cut person who those cards are for? Is that the person they're trying to hook? The, maybe to buy the secret layer. Maybe you buy the secret okay. layer because you're excited to now, see the wheel jack reskin, right? Maybe. Now we're talking. But, but that's my that's my one criticism. I'm not going to criticize him for the cards being bad. I don't care that the cards are bad. I just want them. It's a crossover with an IP that you're passionate that about. That I love. So here's the thing. I have a room in my house full of Transformers. It's very full of Transformers. Mm-hmm. He got so many Transformers, he gave some to my kid. Yeah. So you're Transformers collector. Yes. You collect Transformers. I do. You don't collect Transformers t-shirts and, and lunch boxes and McDonald's toys. Well, you might have collectors. I do have some shirts and I do have some collective. But you know what I mean. Yes. You yes. don't collect the Transformers shoelaces from N- 1992. No. And no. The Transformers freaking socks that you could only get at Christmas in 1995. Like, right. You don't have, you have the, 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 the robots. Right. That's what you collect. That's right. So... As a Transformers collector, if you weren't an enfranchised Magic player, would you care about these? If you if you didn't know what Magic the Gathering was and saw these, would you want to add them to your Transformers collection? I don't think that you would because mm-hmm. you collect Transformers, the, right. the robots, the figurines. Yeah. If you were a little bit of a Magic player, would you want these as a Magic player? Probably not because the cards aren't very good. I'll answer right. that one for you. Yep. Would you want these for your Transformers collection because they're magic and Transformers? One thing you're very passionate about, Transformers, mm. and in this hypothetical, one thing that you're uh, fine okay. with. You play okay. magic like on the holidays with your buddies from college. I think that, yes. You I still think, want them? I think that I would, yes. I think in that particular situation, even if the cards weren't good and I was just very, very casual into the game, I think that would actually make me want them more because like, ooh, maybe I I could try and make Optimus work and I can bring it home for Thanksgiving and play it with my homies. Yeah. Right? Like that might be yep. the thing. Yep. And they'd be cool to have because you're enfranchised in the franchise. And so you... Do you, you, do, do you think that this will get people who like Transformers to play Magic? Which is always the question. Yeah. It's the Doctor Who question. Yeah. It was the it was Walking the Dead Walking question. Dead question. It's the question, but the difference is now, it's it's the first thing out of the two of us that we've seen these IP universes beyond crossover things where one of us is very powerful, powerful, passionate about <laughs> it. Yeah, and I I don't think it will. And the reason I say that is because Transformers and Magic doesn't have a lot of, aside from both there, being Hasbro, Hasbro properties, yeah. they're not a lot of crossover there right not a lot of tips touching yeah like if you collect action figures and all that kind of stuff there's not a lot there's a fairly big gap between that and a collectible card game Mm -hmm. they're not on the same 
plane per se. So I'm not sure if you're going to get a bunch of people from the Transformers collecting fandom to come over and get them. But you will have some people who are moderately interested to totally enfranchise Transformers fans who also play Magic. They're going to want these lots. Much mm. like with Godzilla things. Yep. Yeah, and, I, and I, Lord of the Rings things, and Doctor Who things—they're yep. they're pop culture things that a target demographic has. Yes, right. People who saw the the cartoon Transformers that this art is modeled after, essentially, yeah. are grown up now and have money, secret layer money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's great. So this is going to be a secret layer, I think, but it's also going to be inserted in set and collector boosters oh, and. And Brothers War bundles. Oh, I want them. I want yeah, them. I so want all of them. You don't even Ooh. need to buy the secret layer to oh. get them. Oh, but I will. Just to make sure I get them all. Because mm. I want to I get them all. I want all of them. All, I think there's 16 of them. All 16. Whatever. But 32 because I want the shattered glass ones too. Is there 16? There's not that many of them. Well, there would be if there was, there'd be 16 because there's like eight. I think there's eight. Well, no, I think there's four and they got two sides. No, they only released four, but there's more coming out. Oh, there's more coming. Yeah, as we're That's record- why there's no like no Mega- uh, yes. Megatron and stuff. Yeah. We haven't seen the bad guys yet. Yeah, we're going to get more of them released oh. today. I think there's eight cards, and then there's a shattered glass version of each. So yep. that's 16 individual cards that you'll Yes, you'll yeah, get. I understand that. Yeah. Okay, well, that's cool. I'm for happy the, you're happy. For the people that don't know shattered glass, this is really neat. They took this, Is this a Transformers thing? Yes. Oh, yeah. They took the Transformers universe and flipped it over so the Autobots are the bad guys. And the Decepticons are the good guys. And Wait, like, who did that? That's what Hasbro did for Shattered Glass in this like comic series that they did. It's oh, like, oh, oh, Shattered Glass is like um, that's the the treatments you the different treatments that you can get on the yeah. I saw card. that. So Shattered Glass is like Optimus Prime is this like human killing villain that like oh. came to you Earth could, to like you punish could, and enslave everybody. You could read Transformers Shattered Glass comics, and it's. The opposite land. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah. means yes. Yes means no. Optimus Prime is bad. Exactly. Yeah. Which, I mean, still. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say that out loud. Huh. And I do have a Shattered Glass Optimus Prime because of course I do. Uh, that's a that's a, that's a a guy that yep. you can get? Yep. Cool. Very cool. He's purple. Yeah, and the Shattered Glass yep. treatment on the cards is purple. Yep. They're all, it's super fun. I'm really excited for this. I'm really happy that they're doing it. I wanted it real bad. I almost got into the Transformers collectible card game just so I could have the cards. And now I don't have to. Now you don't even have to because you got Grimlock and a bunch of other bros. Yeah, I got my favorite dude and I'm going to get a bunch of other dudes that I really like, even if they are obscure. And you know what? The more you see, the more you're going to be like, oh yeah, this one fits, this one fits, this one fits. And once you get eight or 10... Or, or, or how many did you say there were? 16? I think well, there's eight. There's eight. I think there's eight. Okay, so they're going to reveal like six where you're like, oh yeah, all of these make perfect sense and then they need like two more. Yeah. And they're going to be like, oh yeah, that's why they picked those two. Sure. Yeah. And they didn't just like blow their load all at once showing you all the best ones on the first day. Yeah. Maybe they're going to do more Transformers next time. Oh, yeah, maybe. Because they could because they're both owned by the same company. It doesn't cost them any money. Yeah, that is fantastic. That and, is fantastic oh. that they're both owned by the same company where it's like... They can show up all the time. It's like, why? Oh. You remember, remember remember what we were saying yesterday, yesterday week about yeah. 40K and having to pay for the licensing and, and the like the, the thousand foot or the 10,000 foot agreements <laughs> that had to be in place <laughs> that made the Warhammer decks more expensive. Yeah. Now flip, fast forward to Transformers just being inserted into booster packs oh, because they didn't have to freaking pay. They to pay for nothing. But they still are going to sell booster packs oh. because they're Transformers oh. and they're still going to sell secret layers for the people who don't want to open up and crack boosters. I'm bobbing up and down like an idiot because <laughs> I'm so excited for this. Like I am so pumped for Transformers cards and they're so bad. They're all so bad, Ryan. They're so bad. Oh. Which is, which is, I so think, good. I think oh. a lesson that they learned from other secret layers that had unique cards or reskins that had uh, very powerful tournament cards on them. Mm-hmm. If I want the reskin, it's going to be $600 because it's like a ultra rare mythic that everybody plays four of in their standard deck. Like they made these bad, so they're not going to be expensive yeah. because people want to play them. Oh, man. So, yeah, I think I think yeah. Watsy hit it out of the park on on the 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 insertion of transformers yeah i think that brothers war is going to be fantastic i'm excited mm-hmm. for the magic 
30 announcement on October 4th. Oh, I hope it's more Transformer stuff. It oh. might be Transformer stuff at Magic 30. Maybe oh, you can maybe that's where you can custom order them. Maybe Peter Cullen will be there. Maybe. I get him to sign me. Sign your boobs? Yeah, I would. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, um Final thought of the day. I guess if you want to pick up any of this stuff, Brothers War is on pre-order on FusionGamingOnline.com. Yep. Infinity also, if you're interested in yep. that, and Warhammer 40K still yes. is not yet. So there is still time if you want to get it on the ground floor with those. Get some really neat stuff. You can save 5% off at FusionGamingOnline.com by, by sending... By sending in the promo code. <laughs> CCO Spring will save you 5% off now. all the stuff that you're going to buy anyway. And let them know that... Partnering with us was a really great idea. Real quick, I don't want to deter anybody, but they can only ship sealed product within Canada. That's a Watsy thing, not a Fusion thing. But they do ship singles anywhere in the world. And, On the earth. And Canada isn't like some third world country that doesn't have a postal service or anything. Like they can ship things to Australia and Italy and South America and even the United States. Yeah, the geese and moose are very fast. And once they get to the border, they put it onto a truck. So... It works pretty good for everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. So check that out. We're obviously pumped about all these sets, and we're going to be back soon to talk about some decks and some cards and a whole bunch of other stuff on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! Ooh.